Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. It's finally the most wonderful time of the year. Senior Bowl week. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the lead guy running lead. That didn't make sense. The lead guy running lead on the petition for the Senior Bowl to switch back to North and South. And with me, as always, is AJ. Jim Nagy really did it during a pandemic. Marchese. You gotta give it to Jim. He finally owned the libs, and uh, now we just have to sit in it. And again, he, he even changed the names to American and National to be even more patriotic. <laughs> to respect Jim Nagy's hustle. Uh, today is our 2021 Senior Bowl special. Let's hit it. Seven, 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 one, two, three, four, seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving up to Cleveland, maybe, looking for a Lawrence or don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. You know who else is an expert, AJ? Uh, Jim Nagy, baby. We've already said that's that. right. That's right, Jim Nagy. Because we doubted him at times. He came through. The Senior Bowl's happening. People are going. Craziness. There's it's a pandemic. It's sold to capacity, Whatever. Rob. There's a big banner across the top of the website. Um, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the media people are going, that's sick. Draft Twitter bros are going, that's sick. Um, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna safely enjoy it from our homes. But we're, we're I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I'm very happy it's happening. I yeah, I know, I know. And I I, I we talked about it last week. I'm kinda I'm a little upset the combine's not happening. And like especially like the, the rules kinda seem murky because like there's a thing about like pro days might only be allowed a maximum of five underclassmen, which is really weird. So I don't know. But yeah, so all things considered, when we're losing all this stuff, I, I am happy the, the Senior Bowl is happening, even though I, I don't know if it should be. But yeah, I'm happy. And it makes this more important than ever. It does. And it's a hell of a roster. Yeah, it is an awesome roster. Because Jim Nagy's the best. He's the king. Like, I feel like there's a lot 
less FCS guys than usual and a lot less small school guys than usual, which doesn't mean that it's a better roster on that merit alone. But I'm just saying that's that's probably a good sign that we get all these Bama guys and the you know the the the, the Blue Bloods guys are there. Like so many Ohio State guys, yeah. And I wonder if that's be because those FCS uh, most of those FCS schools didn't play season, so guys didn't really have that chance to yeah. elevate themselves to earning a senior bowl invite. Yeah, which no, which which definitely sucks for them. But yeah, what, we got like what six FCS guys off the top of my head, something yeah. like that. I don't know. We got the only one that matters. <laughs> six or seven, something like that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's 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 jump into it. We're gonna go with some superlatives, and we're gonna do some one on one talks. And then we'll go uh, position group by position group at the end. Let's do it, baby. Okay, who are you most excited to see at the 2021 Senior Bowl, AJ? Okay, uh, hey, this is going to be my only cop-out, Rob. <laughs> I'm going... It's okay, I copped it. Okay, cool. I'm going, in general, the offensive line and the defensive line because I think okay. both of those groups are absolutely loaded this year. Yeah, you really love the defensive tackle group? Not... I say defensive line as Jim puts it. Yeah, there, there's like, I don't know what is there four true IDLs and probably like add another two yeah. that are probably going to be their full time uh, immobile, and then like a, a fun group of like bigger edges that we'll probably ha- we'll get a good look yeah. at rotating inside, which is actually going to be really cool. Um, but I yeah, think, I think I think it's the best offensive line group I've seen. It's it's pretty fucking loaded I, for real, and like, which is pretty interesting because like like you know we, we've talked about a lot of the top offense tackles and like those guys aren't aren't there but like because they're underclassmen but um it's still loaded at tackle and i think the interior is yep. even better yeah no i think that the interior's got a great combination of high-end guys mm-hmm. and really interesting day three options who could be plug and play guys honestly yeah no it's it's a good group and i like watching these guys and, and getting into it a bit this week, I uh, I, I think I underappreciated the IOL class this year and seeing what it looks I think like. I did too. Yeah, seeing what it looks like at uh, at the senior levels. Like, oh fuck, there's a lot of guys I like in this group. Yeah, I think part of it is because there's no absolute yeah, top the, fifteen dude in in the class, but there's a lot of depth. Yeah, and there's not even a slam dunk first round pick. Right now, like you, you know what I mean. Like Landon Dickerson probably would have been the first IOL off the board. Uh, I, Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh yeah, but you remember, I, I'm still not that high on Elijah Vera Tucker, and I haven't really dug in well, on him yet. He's also some people are talking about because he moved to left tackle this year. Yeah. Uh, and, and then coming back to the D line group, obviously, yeah, like you said, the interior defensive line group not that special, but the edge group is so deep, and there's mm-hmm. all these different types of yes. them. We've got, we got some huge guys. We've got the Jordan Smiths, the Peyton Turners. And then then we've got we've got some of the smaller guys like the Quincy Rochers and the Shakatonis. Um and, and we've got a couple guys who could contend for to be top 50 picks um, in, in, like, Boogie Basham, mm-hmm. Rashad Weaver, back to Jordan Smith even. Uh, it's, a, it's a really fun group. And, obviously, the best one-on-ones are always going to be um, yeah. O-line, D-line. Yeah, we were, we were biased coming into this, but no, but the, the groups are legitimately uh, absolutely awesome. And and like, that's not a knock on the rest of the positions at, at all. No, like, no. It's just, it's just it's deep as hell and it's fun I'll, as hell. I found pretty, pretty much outside of quarterback, every position group has some really, really talented dudes. Um the teams are just not split very well. 
Hey, it's hard to split it when it's national versus American. All right, they're both they're both equally what great. Is the, what is the what is the what like? What is how do they decide what is what? I, I I don't know. I'm gonna be like you know the Charlie Day meme when he's at the at the board there trying yes. to. That's gonna be me trying to put all these things together, trying to figure out what the the geographic connection or the is alphabetical. I have no idea. But, but before before I go to my most excited AJ, can you explain to the listener how you've remembered that the Dolphins are national and the Panthers are American? <laughs> I mean, because I've been struggling. Because I mean, it's 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 tough for me, and I, the the change from north to south has got me all fucked up. So I'm just I know national is Miami because Pitbull is from Miami and he's Mr. Worldwide, and that's international. International equals national. That's the Dolphins. Pretty easy. Simple. Such a good tool. Simple math. Mr. Worldwide. There you go. Okay. I also caught that for most excited. Uh, I just put the group of five talent in general because I stand the group of five. But (laughs) a lot of the guys I'm most excited to see are coming from the group of five. I'm excited to see them against some of this blue blood talent that you mentioned. Um, I also have most of my draft crushes that are at the senior bowl are from the group of five. Um, I, I, I wrote down six names specifically, uh, mm-hmm. South Alabama linebacker, Riley Cole, Western Michigan receiver, Dwayne Eskridge, UAB edge, Jordan Smith, Tulane edge, Cam Sample, UCF DB, Aaron Robinson, and Cincinnati left tackle, James Hudson. The, the, the big dogs of the group of five too. Like we've seen all of those guys, uh, like the hype starting to build for all of them. I mean. Like the Cam Sample one, uh, maybe the quietest, and you got it started last That's week. That's my favorite one. I, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I've seen the Riley Cole stands floating around kind of uh, since, like, mid, mid-season, to be honest. And then, like, you know, Jordan Smith has been a top 50 talks. Yeah, there's it's a, it is a really talented group. And, like, James Hudson could be one of the big risers of the week. And then, like, yeah, and, and I, I think Eskridge is mm-hmm. the perfect type of receiver that the NFL is looking for right now. And, hey, even Aaron Robinson, yeah. um, DJ had him in the first round of his mock draft. And yep. He was one of my favorite guys over the summer because of how versatile he, he is in that Central Florida secondary. They play him everywhere. And he's an Alabama transfer, too, so he's got some of that. The pedigree. That, yeah, exactly. I think it's a really, really good group, and I can't wait to see them against some of these these big dogs. Yeah, and and, and speaking of the secondary specifically for Robinson, this is a, a talented and deep wide receiver class too. So it's um he's going to get tested, and that's going to be hell super fun. Lots of different types of receivers in the class too, so you get to see how they handle different styles, which is fun. What uh, just I know this is on on script here, but what position group are you the least excited for? Uh, tight end, I think. See. <laughs> That's fair, but I, for me, they, I, I love Hunter Long and Kenny Oboa so so much. So like that that at least helps me. <laughs> I, I I think interior D line tight end are, are the I ones d- that yeah, stand out. Ideal is probably the fair one, but Nagy's just got them grouped as DL because he's smart. And he knows how to market. <laughs> Bingo. Okay, uh, you mentioned there's not that many uh, non FPS guys this year. Um, I'm gonna just take a leap of faith and assume we both have Quinn Miners as our non-FBS guy to watch. You know what? I, I did the three um, non-FBS offensive linemen. Radens, oh. Spencer Brown, and Quinn Miners. Because I, I think, I mean, Miners obviously a friend of the show. He was on the show in the summer. We love him. Uh, didn't get to play this year, so I'm super he, – he, he's basically the most excited I'm, I'm, I am for anyone to see. But He can dunk. He, he can dunk. He was posting those sick workout tapes. That was great. But, yeah, uh, Radens got first-round talk. Spencer Brown, there's a lot of fans of his – 
I, I don't think either of us were too hot in the summer, and I'm still I'm still not there. So I want to see him against the best of the best. But Miners is really the one I'm most excited for. Uh, wait, did you say all three? Um, so Spencer Brown, Quinn Miners, and uh, David Moore. Oh, sorry, I, I say I said Raidens, but yeah, David Moore too. Forgot about Raidens. Oh yeah, I forgot about Raidens. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good. I mean, that's four. I I um actually watched Dave Moore literally today, and I didn't know what to think going in. I, I came away thinking he's very interesting. Day three guy, but uh, yeah. I mean, Riddens and Spencer Brown have both, like you said, both had yeah. kind of top fifty first round talk even, and Spencer yeah. Brown's supposed to be a freak. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Quinn Miners are just our guy. <laughs> David Moore was the first player to show up in Mobile, so that's that's a bump right there too. He's always on time. That's what they said about him. That's every single broadcast you throw on when you're watching grambling games. I would say he's always on time, and you love that. I watched him dominate the Alabama and MD line. <laughs> so sick. Okay, who, who who do you think's got the most approved on offense this week? So I I wanted to go quarterback because when it when it all comes down to it, these events, you know, they're about the quarterbacks, even though not for me, but yeah, they are. They are. So I I put Max Jones just to see him. You know, not in that Alabama setting with. You know, I did too. Like Devonta Smith is there, but he's not catching balls, and like he he has some guys there, but it, it's you know he's in practice, he's not familiar with most of his pass catchers. It's it's obviously a, it's it's a fish out of water scenario, and uh, I I like Mac Jones though. Like I think he's gonna go and look good. Me too. Uh, I think the the two most obvious guys you could put for this um, for this superlative are him and, and Kyle Trask. Definitely, yeah, that's why I debated. Um. And I think we both lean Mac Jones because we both see him as as an actual day two prospect versus Trask is more more hype than substance. Uh, yeah, correct. I, I think I think he's just a, a better better player. The period. Um, I'm I'm also excited just to to kind of see how he um, handles the huddle. To be honest, just because you you've been at Alabama, mm-hmm. and and this is just such a totally new environment. Yeah, and, and, and I wanna, he, you know, he, he was still only a one-year starter. We, 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 I don't know if that gets talked about that much because he was so damn good. But, yeah, I mean, no, you're, you're right. There, there's still those those boxes for him to check. Uh, I, it's not like I don't think he's going to check them, but, no, I mean, no, there will be the questions. I, I, I think he, he's the only, um, the only quarterback here who's really got a chance to go day two. I'd actually put Jamie Newman in this column, too, if, if mm-hmm. I was – Looking at a third guy, just because obviously we haven't seen him in a year. I think he's got the best physical tools of anyone there. Agreed. Uh, and um, if he has a good week, like t- the day two doesn't seem realistic. Um, just just because again he hasn't played in a year. Yeah. But uh, maybe being being that first quarterback off the board day three that you're kind of banking on as a developmental guy. Yeah. No. I like I, I like Jamie Newman. He's got a lot to Me work too. on. But no, he he's definitely got the best arm of the group, and yeah, like when, whenever there's a guy that's gonna go out and wow with his arm, he's got he's got so much to gain, and he definitely could be the big riser of this group of quarterbacks. Now the question is, like he, you said, I, I don't know if it's gonna be to day two, and I don't know if he's gonna do it, but he's got the chance to. He he enters the week right now as my QB um, six behind obviously the four first round guys, and Mac Jones. So fair enough, yeah. You hate contrast. Um, okay. I respect it. Maybe a less uh, obvious 
question. Most approved on defense. It's definitely a less obvious question. I I I ended up settling on Marvin Wilson just because. Me too. <laughs> anyway, hey, so we're right. it was obvious. It was. Look, I don't think it was, but it was an easy one. Um, <laughs> just contradictory. Yeah, I know. I, look, he he he's the biggest slider of anyone that's immobile. Because he went from a potential top fifteen guy, and we we talked about this two episodes ago, um, to now uh, maybe he's not a day two guy. So, yeah. So and, and, and yeah, and his credit too, like we just said, there's like no IDL, so he's got a he's got a spotlight yes. on him, and if he can go in and perform, uh, he can reignite his stock. And it, like you said earlier, this interior offensive line group is very very good. Yeah. Um, and if he stands out. Among an interior D line group that's not over, like, no, you're not getting super excited about any. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. Levi Omuzariki's yeah. got probably the best upside here. Agreed. Um, but but Marvin Wilson has, I don't know, the biggest name, the most pedigree coming yeah. from the, the bigger school. Um, he obviously didn't have the senior year expected, but had a junior year that at least led people to believe if he take an, it could take another step, he could be a first round guy. Uh, I, I'm definitely excited to see him. He dealt with injuries this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, a good week for him reignites, like you said, reignites that day two talk. Yeah, and hey, look, it's not just the group in Mobile that's weak at IDL. It's this class in yeah, general. So exactly. So yeah, it, it's not just hey, he looked the best in Mobile. Well, maybe we should take another look at him. It's if he looks at the best in Mobile, he can really, really affect his stock come April 27th or whatever it is. Uh, I think both him and Levi on, on Uzariki have a big week ahead of them because yeah. because of this interior D-line class, because after Christian Barmore, it's it's kind of him, it's kind of Davian Nixon, and then it's, t- to me, it's very open. Yeah, and, and uh, Daniel Jeremiah also mocked on Uzariki in the first, if I, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, so, I, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, so there's been a, like, I, and you know what, it kind of crept up, and then when I saw it, I wasn't too shocked, because I've seen some people really falling from him, and uh, I think we've both been fans of his for a couple of years, and uh, I, I well, the the, the talent's always been there. Yeah. Do you remember on on Ruzariki's, uh 2018 tape? Mm-hmm. He was playing. He was playing um, kind of more all over the line. Yeah. yeah. Which we always get excited about. And then 2019, because of injuries, he's playing so much more nose tackle. And yeah. He's just not built to be a nose tackle. He's he's like 290, and so much more built to be a five tech or a three tech, and, and that's and a school a, that a really good athlete who wins with quickness and leverage. And they yeah. were like asking him just to hold the point as a nose tackle, and it just didn't make sense. Yeah, and one of the like Washington's one of the nose tackle schools too. Like they always have yeah. a, a true nose tackle. So like, yeah, when you got a guy that should be shooting gaps and he, he making lots of splashy plays as he did in 2018, uh, ask him just to yeah, like like gap it. It's it's not a big like it's not it's not ideal for him. Uh, and, that, and that's why the, he's he's in a perfect position to dominate one-on-ones this week. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, before we jump into one-on-one talk, who, if you can pick one guy who's not really in that first-round conversation heading into the week, okay, who are you picking that puts themselves into it through the three practices? I got to narrow it down. Okay, I, I will say Deontay Brown, oh. the the Alabama Ooh, oh. interior offensive lineman. Who I, who Just because I, that picture of him makes him look massive. He, well, he is massive. He's a fucking walking fridge. I mean, I, I fell in love with him. Uh, I, I was my other pick was gonna be another interior off the lineman. If you want to hear, yeah, 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 go for it. Ben Cleveland, who I, I fell in love with. My both boy, of them. I fell in love with both That's of a, them. 
Yeah, it, uh, I I thought when I when I fell in love with Ben Cleveland, I thought you would. Yeah, because I mean I liked him all year just watching live games, and I didn't dig in, and I, I threw the tape on this week. I'm like, holy fuck, mf or Yeah, I, I love Brown he's also and massive. Yeah, they're they're both. Like, he's what six six three thirty and he's six six three forty. That's fucked. And Brown is what like three fifty at six three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's like maybe he's not afraid. He's like he, he, like a fucking safe. I like, love this interior O line group. Uh, I do too. Specifically the guards. There's I noticed there's only two actual centers. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I wonder if they'll have somebody else try to snap. The, yeah, I don't. Who the hell would it be? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. I, I bet our boy Quinn could. Yeah. Do it. That's that's a good one. He will definitely get a look at center. You're right. And he well, he can do anything. Yeah, I've seen him dunk. Uh, who who did you put? <laughs> uh, I put Rashad Weaver, the pit edge. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I think he's got he he's my highest rated um, pass rusher. That's going to be in Mobile. Okay. Uh, I, uh, right now he's a day two guy, and he's been but... there all all year too. Yeah, and he he missed 2019 with a torn ACL. Like he was quite good in 2018. Mm-hmm. Missed 2019 with the ACL, and that's when like kind of Patrick Jones and Jalen Twyman broke out. Yeah, so it was a little quieter entering his senior year with the hype. And then I think he was the he was uh, obviously Twyman opted out, but I thought Weaver was the anchor uh, on that D line and six five two seventy, great hands, a little stiff, like not the greatest athlete in the world, but you fall in love with. Um, the pass rush repertoire mm-hmm. you fall in love with the effort you fall in love with the power he can generate um and, and what he can do as, as a run defender so i think if he can get the best of some of these blue blood offensive tackles uh again i'll, I'll like both of us are picking guys who don't really have that first round hype right now um but with the right week we've seen it happen like a guy enter the week not really being yeah talked about at that level and then come out of that week and he's like who's the viewed as a consensus first off the top of your head like uh, hassan reddick the biggest yes that riser? was the that, well i was saying that i had yeah. hassan reddick in mind yeah it only took four years and he broke out <laughs> can he get the bag baby i still love hassan reddick i don't care um he, he was awesome this year when they yeah. just let him play his natural position as a pass rusher yeah he was um and that was the big talk going into Mobile about him, you know, moving, uh, playing linebacker and pass rusher, and he looked good doing both. So, anyways, uh, yeah, no, there always is a guy. There always is a guy. Uh, okay, let's do some one-on-one talk. We'll go. Uh, we'll start with the interior line versus the interior D line. Uh, who you got for national that you're most excited to see up against each other? So, I mean, I had to go back to Quinn Miners because I, I want to see yeah. if he can uh, he yeah. can prove it, baby. We love him so much. And I put him up against the best there, Levi and Wazariki, who yeah. that's going to be a good There's test. There's overlap here. Yeah, there is. But it's okay. That's We're, we're highlighting the big ones. Uh, that's the big test, like, to see if Miners can handle that Pac-12 <laughs> athleticism, baby. Like, coming from Wisconsin-Whitewater, making the leap and seeing him against – I mean – Luckily for him, it's not that great of an ideal group, but but Amuzuriki's the big dog. So, in minors, it's not like minors is an undersized guy or no. anything. No, uh, you just want to see if he can handle that athleticism, yep. and that's why I think Amuzuriki's the perfect guy to show it against because he's the most athletic guy on that interior D line. Definitely. Um, and, and you throw on the Quinn Miners tape, and it's he stands out so quickly because obviously he's playing Division three, uh, and he's by far the best guy in the field. So it's hard to judge what he would look like. At the NFL level, when he's just throwing literally everybody who comes near him, you know what's kind of cool? like 
Ben, ben Barch last yeah. year. Yeah, you know, what? I was about to make the same uh, statement, except, you know, we've seen Ben Barch come in. Like, every time there, there's a guy we love that's, like, D2 or 3, they usually come in and have great weeks, like Barch did, Kappa did, uh, Marpet did. Like, like all these guys came up and, and showed up. So, it's I think it's Quinn Miner's turn. The NFL will find you if you can do it. I'm so happy he's there because I, I was worried he wasn't going to be. Too. We both thought he he should be in the summer, and then it was a late one, and it was it was the, the happiest I was about any of the announcements. I'm re- I'm ready to see him uh, kind of bring that same edge we saw a couple of years ago, um, with uh, Lindstrom and um, Reisner. Yeah, no, I think, and I think we might get some of that, like because uh, there's so many alpha dogs in there's the IOL. A lot of them. Yeah, so I think a we're going to get a lot of them are motherfuckers. Yeah, I, that, that's fun and. And flipping to the American, I, I went with Deontay Brown, who I think is a motherfucker and he's wide as a fridge. And kind of simple, I want to see him against Marvin Wilson. I, and it's it's more yep. so I want to see Marvin Wilson against him because if he hey if he can look good against the best of the best, we already said it. He is a good chance there. And I I think Deontay Brown and Ben Cleveland, who are both on the American team, are going to go out and and wreck shit. I think they're going to look amazing. And I. I think we're going to start seeing both of them in the in the in the late twenties mock talk, and I, I don't think that's ridiculous at all. I have I have early second round grades on both of them. And, and let me throw one more uh, SEC guard at you um, yep. from the American Trey Smith. Yeah. Who, I mean, entering the year, we're talking about him as a potential first round guy. Yep. Things didn't go super great at Tennessee, and, and he definitely has some shortcomings, specifically in pass protection, his overall athleticism, and. So that's why I, I put him versus Marvin Wilson. Because if Trey Smith, like, I know Trey Smith is going to be a, a, a legitimate um, greater truck. I don't know what, what, is, what is the term. Road trader. Thank you, AJ. He, he's going to be at the next level. But does he have the feet? Does he have the, the bend to hold up in yeah. protection against longer, more athletic defensive linemen? So I, I end up putting him against Marvin Wilson. I uh yeah no that's a good one and this guard group's sick though like all I mean Smith Cleveland and um, Deontay Brown can be top fifty picks definitely yeah I, I think they all will be to be honest um, and if Landon Dickerson didn't get hurt he'd be in that group too yeah yeah exactly I I'm I'm excited about Trey Smith too um I was gonna mention him uh, I will mention him later when we do our uh, individual superlatives I think I can't remember <laughs> but sick. <laughs> <laughs> I should have scrolled down before I said that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. So you got to stay tuned. <laughs> that's a good. That's called a tease. <laughs> no, I'm. Okay, I'm, who, who, I'm excited who about it. Who do you have for edge versus tackle uh, for the national? For the national, I, 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 you know, what? I change it up a bit. I put Liam Eikenberg because you know he's just the the steady man, do everything. But yeah, uh, and not, but not. I don't. I don't think he's the top guy. But he could come out of the week as the top tackle there. Uh, you know, I changed it up. I put Hamilcar Rashid because I want to see what he's got, and I want to see cool. what, what he's got against someone that's technically sound and just steady man, and, and it's easy going for him. And I want to see if Rashid, ha- if he's developed the pass rush moves anymore, and, and mm. if, if he can flash the athleticism against him. Yeah, it's not like we saw much Oregon State this year. No guy plays with his hair on fire. Obviously, a great athlete, a bit undersized. Yeah. And lacks the kind of the the toolbox of pass rush plan, mm-hmm. so I think that that is a very good yeah the steady Eddie versus the high upside guy. Yeah, and, and they're like he he's maybe more of the inconsistent high upside guy. So we, we got some mm-hmm. of the, yeah. the the up high upside guys that do it play to play though. But yeah, yeah, I I put Spencer Brown versus Rashad Weaver mainly because 
I mean, Spencer Brown didn't pl- get to play this year because yep. Northern Iowa didn't play. Um, 6'8", 320. We've heard just a freak of an athlete. Uh, I, I like his tape. I, I I have him closer to a day three guy than a, a day one guy, though. Yeah. Um, and I know he's a little bit polarizing, so I want to see how he handles a guy who, who can rush with power and pop behind his hands because I, I think Spencer Brown, the, a big question for me is his anchor and his bend. So if Rashad Weaver can get up underneath him, I think it'll it'll mm-hmm. be a tough matchup for Brown. Um, but he, if if Brown if Brown proves that use that length and that athleticism to handle a guy who's built like an NFL pass rusher like Weaver, I think he'll do wonders. He can make a lot of money this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, jump into the American. What you got? I kept this one simple. I put I put kind of best on best in my opinion. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, Bama against Boogie Basham, baby, because yeah, yeah. just too. best on best there. I, I want to see that. And I, I kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like people have slipped on Boogie a little bit, and I, I know not really in stock, but he doesn't get the, the love because I, he's one of the guys that we've just seen him do it for so long and he's been talked about for so long that you kind of, you, you know, you get the, the talk quiets on. So I want to see him reignite that. And, and Leatherwood, you know, there's the guard talk and all that. So he's he's going out there to prove prove people wrong that he is a tackle. And the the senior bowl itself fucked up and called him a guard center or something. And then Nugget. Oh yeah, that was all stupid too. So I, I think they wanted to light a fire. Jim's playing 4D chess here. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I went with the same because yeah, we've seen we've seen Boogie Basham um, for years now. Mm-hmm. Not not gonna blow you away athletically, but freaking built like a like a house yep. uh, with awesome hands, plays with great leverage, great effort. Seeing that against a guy like Leatherwood, who has some length questions, yep, um, has some uh, some some questions, I think, um, about like his, his physicality. Yeah. Which I think he did a pretty good job this year yeah. kind of taking that up a notch. Uh, but I, I, I think he has to prove he's not a tackle. And... He, uh, this season, I he he didn't look like he's not a tackle. Mm-hmm. So let's let's see what he can do as a tackle. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, okay, moving to running back versus linebacker. And when I think about this one, yes, I think about um, coverage, but I also think about blitz pickup. That's a good one. I I, I honestly I just try to put in coverage, but yeah, I. <laughs> Ooh, AJ. Guess what, Rob? This one works both ways, baby. It's a, it's a passing league, says AJ. <laughs> where they I, send the running backs to catch. Who's who's the best pass catching running back there? Easily, it's it's Felton. So I put him there. Who's it's the good. best linebacker on the national team? Chas Surratt. So I want to see those two go up against. And a hey, Surratt's a good blitzer. Uh, Felton, he's okay. He's okay as a pass blocker. You think Chaz Surratt's the best linebacker in the national team? Yeah. Who, wait, who do you have? Tough Borland. Oh, okay. The king. <laughs> Did you not see him in coverage? <laughs> yeah, no, I think Chaz Surratt. For a second, I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm like, is Joke there? And I don't know? Like, like what's going on? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no. But I, so I think that's the premier matchup, both in coverage and, like you said, um, as a blitzer. That's a good one. And I, I, I went with Chaz Surratt against his teammate, Michael Carter, who is one of my favorite players. Michael Carter is small, but he is also one of the best pass-protecting yep. running backs in the class. So I want to see him against Chaz Surratt, who's one of the best blitzing linebackers in the class. Yep. And that's just a car crash ready to happen. Uh, plus, Michael Carter has shown the ability to be an impactful pass catcher. It reminds me a little bit of my one of my favorite running backs in the league, Naeem Hines. Chaz Surratt's one of the most athletic linebackers. You can't not pick 
chess rat and you can pretty much pick any of the national running backs because all the good ones are in the national yeah they did a really really bad job of splitting it i don't get it i don't even think Najee harris is gonna um do things but But, i don't because why 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 aren't all the alabama guys on national or american they're on they're split up i told you my my conspiracy map is gonna be uh, (laughs) okay no but (laughs) I, I think they definitely just put Najee on the national team because they're trying to get Miami to pick him. But, and I, <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's kind of what they did. Is you can kind of see it is that if Carolina has a need, they kind of they went heavier on that side. If Miami has a need, they went that way. I think I think Miami got the better team overall too. But uh, yeah, anyways. But yeah, so it's kind that's of a, good theory. Not as good as a matchup on the on the Americans. That's that Carter or Felton against Red. That that's that's a headline matchup. So I kind of I kind of changed it up. I put Kylan Hill, who opted out midseason. Um, didn't see him too much, but he he was in that Mike Leach offense and he caught a lot of balls this year. I think the most he caught all in his career. So I want to see it's, him. He quit the team about four games in. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> opted out. I said it nicely. Um, you know who I put him against? Our, our favorite player in the world, Patty Fisher, baby. Because I, I want to see him. <laughs> and I think he's gonna. It's, first of all, it's a hard one to find in a good matchup on this side. But I want to see him in coverage, and I, I think he's going to come with a fire in his belly. I think it's going to be fun. Okay, that's good. Um, I, I went with Elijah Mitchell mainly because I think he's the most interesting of the American running backs. Yeah. He's the guy I think has the chance to go highest. Um, but he's also coming from the group of five. So I want to – and not necessarily known for his pass-catching ability. So mm-hmm. I want to see how he catches the ball. Yep. Um and I want to see him against Jabril Cox, who obviously jumped from the FCS to the SEC this year. And on a bad LSU defense, he stood out as probably one of, one of, one of their three best players. De- at least. Definitely, yeah. Really long, really athletic, um, versatile guy. So I want to see how he covers. Uh, again, like It's not like Elijah Mitchell's a great pass catcher, but just seeing Jabril Cox work in space will be fun. And it's the Battle of Louisiana. Yeah, that too. That's uh, actually what I think. <laughs> quickly going back to Kylan Hill, I still I still see a lot of like quiet Kylan Hill fans, and I, I've I never like I've never been there. So that's why I kind of want I want him to prove me wrong this week. Um. Okay. Receiver versus corner, which is the second best after O line D line. Who do you have for national? I put uh, for receiver. I put Sachurad. I just want to see him on the football field again because he's fun as fuck. And hey, I, I Rodarius Williams. I think he's the alpha dog yeah, at, okay. at corner. Same. I think he's Alpha Dog, so I, I want to see. I think that's the matchup, man. I that see, is the matchup. Yes, yeah. so, Rodarius great, uh, like covering DP. He, he's he's a long press, guy too. Sorry, long press man guy yeah. against one of the height, weight, speed freaks of this yeah. receiver class. Yeah, who like you said, we haven't seen play in a year. Versus Rodarius Williams coming off one of the best years uh, a corner had in college football. Exactly. Yeah, and he's there's a, he's the oldest guy there. So <laughs> there's a lot of length. At a uh, at corner, right? There is definitely, and that's that must hey, get you excited. It does, baby. It does. <laughs> um. Okay. The the American side, more interesting, I think, at, at least uh, in terms of receiver. Uh. Yeah. No. Definitely. I. I actually, this is like the only one where I put an alt matchup, but so I was going to audible Ooh. to see where you went. But you know, what, uh, my my, they're both great matchups. But I, I'll say Cornell Powell against uh, Melifonwu. I think that's going to be a fun one. Both guys trying to prove themselves cool this week. One. Yeah. Yeah, Both... Mel- Melifonwu's got a, a guy with a chance to really help yep. himself. And another long corner, 6'3". Yeah. And, and, and Powell's a guy who you, you kind of talked up all year. Um, and 
I like isn't him a getting lot. maybe the same. Yeah, he's not getting maybe the same respect as previous Clemson receivers. Um, but had an awesome year and looked great against Ohio State in that loss. I'm excited to see him in one on one because I think he's an underrated route runner. Yeah, he he showed off the route running pretty big, and he's a physical dude, and Melfon was too. I, so I think that's gonna be a ton of fun. Like, I, I don't know where you at, Powell, but I think he's like could legitimately be a day two guy. I, I have him in the early fourth, so yeah, I I agree. Yeah, that's where I have him too. Yeah, I who do you do you like Rogers or Powell more? <laughs> it's funny I have Powell uh, one slot ahead of him. That's oh, that's Rogers. weird. That's funny. Uh, I I like Powell. I, I'm still not that sold on Murray Rogers, but we'll I, we'll we'll touch on that later. Ooh, another teaser. You gotta keep um, listening. Uh, like I did with the running backs for the American, I, I kept that Louisiana. I'm keeping this Florida. Kadarius Tony against Aaron Robinson. That was my alt. Good thing I put two. Uh, <laughs> Kadarius Tony's the most exciting, yes. probably guy there. Yeah. Uh, the highest upside receiver there uh, could be a first round pick. Aaron Robinson also could be a first-round pick, a guy who, as more people dive in, I think they will also fall in love with him because he plays legitimately every – like, he, yeah. he'll line up outside corner on the left one play. Now, now he's nickel. Uh, now he's playing linebacker. Now he's lining up outside corner on the right. Like, he, he's going from boundary he's, he's to field to nickel to safety to line. Like, he does everything. And, again, he's an Alabama transfer, so there's some SEC to this bat- matchup as well. <laughs> That's a good one, and hey, Tony—he's he's also physical as hell, and I love him. That's a—it's a, yeah. I think that th- those two, I—I I kind of—I kind of went sneaky with Palomelafondu. I, I think Tony Robinson is probably the headliner. I think so too, but that—that that was a good sneaky alt pick. That's why I put two, okay. baby. Well, the matchup that probably won't happen: tight end versus safety. Okay, I'll paint the picture though. Okay, it's Thursday night in Blacksburg. Enter Sandman's blasting through the speakers. We got Hunter Long versus Divine Diablo, and it's a fucking war, baby. Tell me that doesn't get you hyped. <laughs> I mean, the only option here was you, you could decide between Longer uh, uh, Eboa, Eboa for tight end. Yeah. And and then it had to be in Divine Diablo, though. Yeah, I know. That, but, so that's why I went for the ACC <laughs> and old Big East connection, yeah. I, I, I did uh, um, Eboa, so. Good. I'm glad you did. I... I I think Hunter Long's my top tight end there. I love Kenny Yaboa too, though. I think I think Yaboa, I mean, he's been rising all year. I think he's going to keep doing it, though. And, and getting a guy like uh, Divine Diablo, who is massive for a safety, yep. who who played um, a lot of overhang and in the box for Virginia Tech, really great tackler, but all his, all his questions come up with athleticism and coverability. Yep. So seeing against two, two of the best pass-catching tight ends in the country, Yeboah is obviously a great athlete. Hunter Long's like a power forward. Yep. They're two different styles of tight ends. So really just seeing Diablo, how he handles each of them will yeah. be fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think that's like, if I had to pick one matchup on either team, though, though that's the one. Uh, with the American, it's... Good safety choices. Yeah, the, the 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 tight ends aren't great though. So I I put Bowling Green's own Quinn and Morris, yes, and I, I put him against Hampson and Zeraldine, which is me, me too. Yeah, I felt like the easy one. Quinn, Quinn Morris gets the gets the bump to this because he's a former receiver, and that's basically how I broke, I made the decision. And, hey, and um, former basketball player. Oh, and you know we like guys who can dunk. Uh, like he was, I, I didn't, I wasn't blown away by his tape at, at Bowling Green, but yeah. I, I did like that he lined up all over the place. That he's a former receiver, he's clearly a good athlete. And seeing him against Nasir Dean, who's a freak, who's massive, who's just dealt with a, so many injuries, yeah. Um, 
see, seeing that matchup would be good. N- Nazirudin's got one of the biggest weeks there. Yes, I. I like uh, this is a tease as well, Adrian. I love one of the safeties on the American team. Oh, we'll get to that later. It'll be at the very end, so now you have to listen to the whole show. <laughs> we hooked him, Rob. Good work. It took a while, but we got him. We got if him. If they're still listening, <laughs> they, they have uh, to be. Okay, before we jump into our um, our position by position, let me remind you: tis the season to be betting online. So, to bet online, head to bet online. Where you can bet on college basketball, you've got the AFC and NFC championship happening in a couple hours as you listen, or maybe they've already happened. Uh, but after that, you've got the Super Bowl, the prop bets. I don't know if you can bet on the Senior Bowl. Um, if you email AJ, you, you, AJ will hook you up. I'll, you I'll be taking senior all Senior Bowl bets. Uh, even just how we grade practices, you can bet on everything with me. <laughs> um, but hey... For betting on real things where you actually want to make money, you can bet online and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Yeah, go go to betonline.ag, not betwithaj.aj. I fucked that up. Shit. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com match just go to indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I just wanted to let that breathe for a second. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do position by position, starting with the wonderful quarterback group. Um, which group do you think is better, the National or the American? <laughs> it's, it's obviously the American, Rob. Uh, the American is Kellen Mond, who might be more interesting than any national quarterback. And then we got Trask, Newman, and Mac Jones. So, I mean, it's not even close. And, and hey, look, it's clearly because they, they, they want to give Carolina the look at quarterbacks. It's true, but, hey, um, they're probably going to have to trade up if they want to draft an actual uh, franchise quarterback. Yeah, and Detroit, Especially now that Stafford's on yeah, the move. Or maybe they trade for Matt Stafford. Ooh. There's a lot of teams that uh, could be but, on Stafford. Anyways, that's not what the show's about. Save it for the Stafford show when we have to fill time in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I agree. It's obviously the American. For the most talented and or highest rated quarterback, I think it's quite obviously, again, Mac Jones. I, I, hey, I put from, like, if you go, like, highest rated, it's easily Mac Jones. Um, if you go most talented, Jamie Newman's got the best arm talent. Well, I, I ended up putting him for the biggest riser of this group just because, again, he's going to be the one who gets to show off those physical yeah. tools. And nobody – like, I mean, nobody – like, Kellen Mond's probably got the next best physical uh, – Felipe Franks has a <laughs> has a hose. True. But um, combination of athleticism, arm talent, and yeah. at least good tape, you got to go Jamie Newman. Uh, so I think that's fair to say he's the most talented, and that's why I think he'll be the biggest riser. Of the he'll, he's most likely the biggest riser. If I had to bet on one guy just helping his stock solely, I'm going to say Mac Jones because I think he's the best guy there. And I, I think he does have a chance to, you know, go from that maybe he's a late second-round guy to – like there, there's still a shot he sneaks into the end of the first round. I don't think he's that type of quarterback, but he is a quarterback, and we see that happen a lot. Who – okay, this is a little not one of – our questions here, but of of this quarterback group um, on the national team, do you, do you think <laughs> any of them get drafted? You know, I was going to ask you, for the record, Sam Ellinger, Ian Book, and Felipe Frank. It's going to ask you the same question. Um, if I had, if, if we're playing the odds, I'm going to say yes. I mean, uh, like, look, it's the NFL; they're going to draft Ian Book for, to be a backup. Like he, I think you can make the same argument for Sam Ellinger. A, a, you can. Like that's what I mean. One of them will get drafted. If, if, if I had to, you had to, yeah. Okay, if you had to draft one, who would you draft? Like who? Who's got the most potential to at least last in the league as a competent-ish backup? A Chase Daniel. So he's not really pay, playing, but you're paying him. I, I'll say Ian Buck. I'll say Ian Buck. I think so too. But I think at the end of the day, if I'm swinging on one of these guys, I honestly I'd, I'd swing on Felipe Franks. I respect that. <laughs> he's got. He's the biggest with the biggest arm. Sure. Yes. Can't teach arm talent, AJ, or arm strength. I shouldn't call it talent. <laughs> okay, who's your personal favorite of the quarterback? Mac Jones. Okay, mine's Jamie Newman. I really enjoy watching Jamie Newman. I really liked him entering the year. I was super excited to see him with Todd Monk yeah. at Georgia. Um. We didn't get to, but there's so much pure talent there. The ball just, like, jumps out of his hand. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Plus, I fall in love with the way Wake uh, runs that delayed uh, zone read. <laughs> uh, I mean, most approved, we both had Mac Jones as the top guy. So, to go opposite, I put Kyle Trask here because... <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's... it's... He, he, 
he obviously was on pace to get way overhyped <laughs> um, this season and then really killed himself in the, in the bowl game. Um, with the right week, I think the fourth round's possible. Like, I don't think... I don't know. He doesn't have a great arm. He... I don't... I don't know. But maybe he'll look good in short. Like, he has good mechanics. He's big. He is big. I don't love his feet at times, though. So that... I, I don't... I think the problem is Mac Jones is way more accurate and a better decision maker. Yeah. And Jamie Newman's way more physically talented. And so is Kellen Mond. So... Yeah. It's going to be hard to stand out in this group. It doesn't help him that these are the quarterbacks he's with. No, that yeah, that's a good point. And, and for sleeper, I put Kellen Mond, who kind of yeah, like the only one like that's a deeper. He's not deeper, but you know what I mean. There's only seven guys there. I, I put Felipe Franks. <laughs> I'm that, banging the table. That's the deepest sleeper, so I respect that. And yeah, but Mond, Mond, I think actually can go in and and have a really nice week and help himself. Um, I think the same. I think Felipe Franks can seal the deal, and the Eskimos of Edmonton will draft him. Hey, they're just the Edmonton football team now, please. Are they actually? Yeah. I did not even know that. I apologize. They're looking for a new name. Any suggestions, I, Rob? I'm not a good CFL fan. <laughs> um, the Edmonton Oil Workers. Oh wait, this is already the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> I think I think moving to a... running back AJ. No, yeah, this we'll we'll have this show where we're renaming CFL teams. Uh, <laughs> ask your questions, Rob. Uh, better team group again. It's like the like the quarterbacks up top. It's obvious they've stacked the national team. The Americans got one definite guy who will get drafted, but the Nationals got multiple guys who could go top one hundred. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, hey, but hey, they got they got good quarterbacks to hand them off to to the National. Like I think Ian Book's good at handing the ball off. He's got a good back. <laughs> so I think that this works. Yeah, but Nationals not even close. I mean. Most talented is obviously Najee Harris, but uh, we don't know if he's going to be practicing. Okay, yeah. So let's uh, – and, again, it's obvious it's Najee Harris. Najee Harris is probably the best running back in this class. Uh, we don't know if he'll practice. So pick somebody else. Let's pick somebody else. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. He's my highest rated after Najee. I have – I love him. He, he, the, the thing, though, is yeah. because he's a little smaller and yep. – Maybe more viewed in that satellite role. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's is the maybe ends up being the the first back taken, not named Najee Harris. So funny that you brought this up. I have I I graded Michael uh, Carter and Ramondre Stevenson pretty much evenly, like dead heat, same grade. I think they're both top one hundred guys. I love Ramondre I think, Stevenson. I, I knew you would, uh, and obviously I love Michael Carter. Uh, I <clears throat> I think they b- both are as well. Um, I have Michael Carter above Mondre Stevenson by one slot. Uh, oh, that's well, so. dude! I swear to God, that's that's where I am now too. It's like, like if, neck and neck. For, yeah, like I got like Harrison Etienne, then Javante Williams, yep. Kenny Gainwell, Michael Carter, Mondre Stevenson. Yeah, like I think they're both gonna go in the mid. I I mid third round grades on them, and I love them both. And hey, draft them both because they'd be a hell of a fucking duo. Uh, this also just reminds me. I'm sad that Trey Sermon is no longer a part. I know, and I have Trey Sermon right there with both of them too. I, I me too. He, I have him right behind Stevenson. That's so funny. So I, I have a Carter, Stevenson, Sermon, and like all three of them grayed out so so close for me. And like I think they're all mid third round guys. Yeah, like all can be instant impact guys. See, yeah, uh, that, that's funny because when I was watching them, I was like, am I too high? I, I know you're a Michael Carter fan. I knew you were going to be a Trey Sermon fan, but 
Like, am I too high? Because, like, people don't like this running back group. But I, I have these three three guys I really like in, like, the third round here. No, again, those three uh, – or, sorry, Carter, Carter, Stevenson, Harris. And I, I've got Demetric Felton as my biggest riser of the week. Like, I think Me too. Like, really good – like, a really fun running back group on the national team, at least. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, like, obviously, Felton's the, the, the best pass catcher, not even close. Yeah. And, and that, that that's what that's why he's gonna stand out. He's gonna be the best route runner, um, and uh, hopefully they move him around a little bit like that. And like I yeah. think he can be a James White type running back. Like I, I think he's a day three guy, but I think in in with the right team he can be an impact guy. He's got um, big time burst too. Yeah, like all, obvious role play. for him. Yeah, like I, I have and a he, kick returner too. Yeah, so I, I my my comp is Tony Pollard light on him and. Uh, like I got like a late fourth on. I, I liked I liked Demetric Felton. I I think he, I have him for biggest riser too. Uh, who in your Stevenson. personal favorite is it Stevenson? Yeah. I mean it's Najee Harris, ball. but not, not including him. It's Ramondre yes. Stevenson. Yeah. You just love bowling balls. He's a fun. He'd be a great fit in Seattle. He would be. <laughs> and I obviously I put Michael Carter, who is probably one of my five favorite players in the whole draft. I love Michael Carter too. I think Stevenson's up there for me. I I've, I really love him. You just. If they run angry and they could play for the Seahawks, they could play for AJ. But man, he's he's huge and like like he runs like he's, he's two ten. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, he's quick. He's quick on his feet. He's got great feet for a big boy. I love him. Oh, the other thing is, I'm excited to see what these guys actually measure in at. Yeah, no, that's especially like because like we've heard Stevenson anywhere from like two forty to two fifty. Like that's a lot of fun. Well, Felt, we, Felton we, too is question. Stevenson, we've we heard he was two thirty. Yeah. He's like listed at like two forty five. He could yeah. be heavier. He got no idea. Michael Carter, similar. Like is Michael Carter five eight one ninety? Is he five ten two hundred? Like I don't know. Can I also say I I don't think Najee Harris was playing at two thirty this year. He looks sleeker. Yeah, he looks sleeker and he not like two twenty. Yeah, like no, like two twenty. Not I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but yeah, no, 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 no. seeing Harris measure in, I, I'm excited about that. I fucking love Najee Harris. I, I like. I mean, I already knew yeah, I did. He's like the coolest guy in the class. Yeah, I, I love him so much. I really, really love him. Yeah. You just I mean, love running backs. I do. I like this group. I do love running backs. I mean, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good value here. And I, I put most approved Kylan Hill because, again, uh, I don't like him. So this is most approved to AJ because there are people who still like him. And I, I don't, he just doesn't doesn't get the juices flowing like any of these guys that I just wax poetic about. And, and I put Elijah Mitchell for this because most approved, obviously, coming from the group of five. He's a guy who's in a lot of people's top ten running backs. I like Elijah mine. Mitchell. So that, like, that's I'm a good one. I think I'm lower on him than the consensus. I'm not that high I mean, on him, but I like him, if that makes any sense. You just like Billy Napier. That's true, too. Uh, and then finally, Sleeper. Captain America, baby. Chris Evans. I had to pick Chris <laughs> Evans. He's talented. And I liked him three years ago. Me, too. And I thought he could be a potential, like... I don't know, fourth round pick. So, so I think the talent is there and he's, you know, he's barely played and it's, it was a, whatever the fuck happened there. It's kind of cool that he got to mobile though. Like, I think that's fun. And, uh, he's yeah, got no a way. chance. He's, he's got a chance to, uh, make a name for himself there. I put, I put Khalil Herbert. Um, I think he's an interesting day three option. One cut and hit it type dude. He's got yep. quickness, he's got burst. I want to see how he catches the ball because I think that's going to be a yeah. hu- have a huge impact on where he's drafted. Barely did it. Was it. Where do you have Herbert right now? Uh, like uh, round grade? Yeah. Late day three, like sixth round. Okay, I, I like him more than you. I like him in the fifth. I, I think he's just kind of like a well-rounded dude, like you said, one cut, one cut and go. And But, yeah, pass catching is, is going to be the, the question for him. Uh, okay, moving to receivers where we got tons of them. Um, better team group. 
Uh, I put the American, but it, it's kind of close. I put the National. I, I think you can toss up. So I don't. I didn't count Devonta Smith, obviously. Oh, me um, neither. Me neither. Yeah. Because, I mean, then it's obviously natural. But Kadarius Tony is the best receiver there to me, so that, that kind of just put him over the top. I love Powell. Um, I knew you. It, it makes sense to me that you would pick the American, yeah, because you love Tony, you love Powell. I love Austin Watkins. You yeah. do love Austin Watkins. Josh Palmer from Brampton. Yeah. You love Racy McMath's special teams upside. S- Stevenson is it's, it's kind of not getting too much talk, but he's he'll be interesting to watch there too. I, I end up pick, picking the national because I really love Dwayne Eskridge, the Western mm-hmm. Michigan receiver. Uh, I love Tom Wallace. I know you do too. I know you love Frank Darby too. I but, fucking um, love Frank Darby. And, and Sage Surratt might, might be my favorite receiver there. This is the um, most well-balanced uh, group because you could really yes. flip a coin. And, and like even like Kate Johnson I think is an awesome slot option on day three. Yeah. Um, and, and really pick your poison with the American and national in terms of which tall receiver has best special teams upside between Racy McMath and Ben Skoranek? <laughs> ben Skoranek may be a tight end convert, but he's not even that tall. I don't know. He looked bigger than I realized. What is he listed at? Like, heavier, I mean. What's he like? like is he 6'3"? 6'3", 220. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, he's just like a, he's oh. like a big receiver size. I, I didn't even mention with the National, Nico Collins, who opted out, and yep. he was a guy who had tons of hype entering the... Entering the year. Um, Big-time recruit. Another height-weight speed guy with great hands. Him and Sage Rapp, both uh, yeah. big guys. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and jumping to the American, I love Shai Smith. He might be my favorite receiver on the American. It's a good awesome fucking group. group. Yeah, it's really awesome. good. And you love Trevon Grimes. Yeah, well, Ohio State blood, so yeah. There you go. Um, um, most talented. Most talented. Tony. Tony, yeah. yeah. Not even close. Okay, but the, I think the maybe the most interesting question of the entire thing is which receiver rises the most of the, of the week? Dwayne Eskridge. And I feel That's pretty right. yeah, I feel pretty good about it though. But th- there's a lot of guys that could like like would you be surprised if Austin Watkins like really makes no. a name for himself like, there? It, I think Cade Johnson, Dwayne mm-hmm. Eskridge, I think Frank Darby just because people haven't talked yeah. about him in a while because they didn't really play. Frank Darby's clearly my sleeper because I love I think, him so much. I th- I think Cornell Powell could fit this uh, too, and, and, yeah. and I think um, Shai Smith could. Definitely, it's again, it's a really, really good group. I I, I figure we both land on Eskridge because he's got game-changing speed, though. Yes, exactly, and I mean it's it's already starting. It, it feels all set up for him to be one of the biggest risers uh, in the whole group in Mobile. Yeah. And the thing is um, about him is the speed gets all the focus, but he's a he's a very solid runner. I really mm-hmm. like. I really like uh, his toolbox of releases. And he just needs to prove he, he's a little more consistent with his hands. Yeah, no, uh, very true. Uh, who's your personal favorite? Kadarius Tony. I couldn't. I, I love so many of these That's guys. Okay. If I had to choose one, I, I'd, I'd say Tony. I, I picked Surratt. Um, I, I, I fell in love with him last year. Uh, just a freak of an athlete. Unbelievable hands. Awesome ball adjustment and body control ability. Yep. I, I see... I my, my Josh Gordon DK Metcalf vibes all over again, <laughs> to a lesser extent. So, but I, I still think like I think he he's a guy who's just been kind of forgotten about. Who yeah. I think is a potential second round pick. Yeah, like everyone had him as a top seventy guy in the summer, and then yeah, just because he opted out, everyone forgot. It. Um. Okay. Most approved. I put two. Uh, I I put Amari Rogers because I want him to prove it to me. Uh, I know there's a lot of like top one hundred talk. 
I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I liked him more this year. I thought he had a really good year and like really improved himself this season. But I still think he's like a like a fifth round guy. I like the talent, so I want to see that. And I think overall, I, I put Tylen Wallace like most approved to to the NFL. And here comes the Tylen Wallace train. Oh boy, we've, we've been on it for your two years, three years. How's how many years yeah. it been? Oh yeah. Um, he, he, to me, he's got to show that the, the speed questions yeah. aren't a concern because he's a good enough route runner to create separation. Um, and he can keep that speed through the and, routes. Yeah. More consistent hands too, although he is fantastic and fearless through contact. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to see, he, he had some drops throughout his career. And um, flip, flip side of that, Rogers, I want to see him run routes and I want to see him. Yeah. Catch the ball consistently, and, and, and make impressive catches. Yeah, but both of them tore ACLs too. So keep that good, in mind. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's your sleeper? Frank fucking Darby, baby. There's no one else to even consider. I love Frank Darby so much. I, I thought he was gonna be one of the biggest risers of the season in Arizona State. Just they didn't play. So, so I, I think he's gonna go out and look awesome, man. I still believe in him big time. I picked Cade Johnson because he's a guy who obviously didn't play this year because South Dakota State didn't play. Yep. Um, Built to be an NFL slot receiver, I think might have the best hands of the non-Devonta Smith because Devonta Smith's not practicing. Uh, I think he might have the best hands in Mobile, so let's find out. And I, I also the I want to see how how he handles bigger uh, DBs. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Aaron Robinson against him, who's physical as hell uh, with length. And I I, I want to see more crisp route running from him because I think he's got unbelievable hands and body control, but. Um, uh, he could he at least in 2019 I thought he could have improved his route running in 2020. That's a good one. I, I like that. Uh, okay, tight ends. AJ's favorite. Okay, AJ, tell us why you think the Americans got the best tight end group. It's not even close. It's the national team. They got the better fullback too, baby. The uh, only real true fullback. <laughs> the American team. I don't know what's going on. They couldn't win here. What's your grade on Ben Mason? Uh first. Same. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I mean, the the American is four guys who might get drafted on late day three. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. The Nationals got two tight ends who could go on day two. Um, and a third who I think is interesting, Tony Polden. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, do, I said his name really quick because I don't know how to say it. Me neither. I was, I was smart. You should have Polden or Polen? Is the J silent? Polian? I don't, I don't know. Pol- Bill Polian. Yeah. Um, let's let's go through this quick. We don't have to spend a shit ton of time on this. Uh, most talented, I put Hunter Long. Who'd you put? And I put Kenny Yaboa. And biggest riser, I put Kenny Yaboa. I think he's going to go in. And, and I put Hunter Long. And I think that's how it should be. Uh, who's your favorite uh, though? That's the toughest one for me. Yaboa. I, I really like Yaboa. I think he's a he's a really interesting move tight end. Yeah. Really great athlete. Obviously, big big statistical jump. Um, what a money what a money transfer. That was big time. I have them right after each other. <laughs> like my ten ends right now are Pitts, Fryermuth, uh, Brevin Jordan, Kenny Boa, Hunter Long. I love it. Yeah, I think those are the top five guys. Me too. Uh, yeah, I will say one thing. I was so unimpressed with Hunter Long's ability as a blocker. So I really want to see him there. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I mean, he looks like, like I, he should. I don't be a know good if blocker. I just went in expecting he could block yeah. better. Uh, Kenny Boa also doesn't block that well, but I it maybe expected more. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh. I put I put Hunter Long personal favorite. Uh, who'd you put for most to prove? Tony Poland. Me, me, me too. Me Former too. quarterback. Um, went to Central Michigan as a quarterback. Converted to tight end. Transferred to Virginia. 
a huge frame. Yeah. Solid hands. Uh, like massive catch radius. Just not a very good athlete. I thought he was like did not move well at all. Mm-hmm. And wasn't a very good route runner. It, to me, his future in the NFL is like a former uh, um, Big Ten tight end who who spent a decade blocking for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Matt Spade, similar frame. Yeah. And if he, he can prove he can block that title, he'll make his money. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I think he's clearly the most proven. And Sleeper, did you put Quentin Morris? Yeah, you, I mean, by law. By law. <laughs> Although I think Kylan Granson is interesting as a more of like a move, like a move fullback. Yeah. That's fair. And Trey, Trey McKitty, like, again, I don't think any of these guys are going to get drafted. But, like, I have Kylan Granson, my highest rated of the American. Um, and that's mainly because he can do more than everybody else. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I I don't know. I don't really love any of them. No, the, I, the problem is none of them are, like, great blockers either. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I, I've seen some people I've seen some people hinting that Trey McKitty's going to go in and be a big riser in Mobile, but I don't, I don't know. He just never really got the chances at Florida State or Georgia. Yeah, he, like in, even at Georgia this year, he was overshadowed by uh, overshadowed by the freshman Darnell Washington. Yeah, sucks to suck. Okay, let, 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 that's enough of that. Um, offensive tackles, better group. I went with the national. It's just I think clearly deeper. Yeah, I I totally agree. And uh, like at the top, it's better too. Like like Leatherwood. I, I'm Leatherwood's my my top guy. Me too. But but you know it's Eichenberg. But there's a big Ra- drop off after him. Yeah, exactly. And then but and then in the Nationals, Eichenberg, Raiden, Hudson, uh, Spencer Brown. So like that's that's all money. Who's um and, and even even after those like I I like Adrian Ely and Brendan James a little bit. Who's your second tackle from the American? Oh, uh, Eric Jackson. Yeah, it? you know I love Eric, but I I think he's a guard and. You ruined it, but yeah, he's clearly my sleeper. So, <laughs> I, I well, I think Royce Newman's also a guard. I also think Jalen Moore and Deontay Smith are guards. Yeah, no, that Dan Moore might be Carson Green. We don't have on a team yet. I'm assuming he'll be American. Uh, yeah, because he's with. I assume so with the Tamu guy. Yeah, I, I I guess actually Dan Moore and Carson Green. I'm interested to see a little bit the the, the two Tamu guys. The Maroon Goons, baby. Yeah, I think they'll be fun Hell there. Yeah. But yeah, most talented is Alex Leatherwood. My, my biggest ride was James Hudson because I just think he's got more upside than a lot of these other guys. Uh, mine too. Um, yeah, he. I really liked his tape, and I think if he went back, like he he could have had a little bit of first round hype. Um, just a really athletic guy, Michigan transfer. Yeah, uh, I I want to see him improve those hands and improve that anchor. Those are my two big concerns this week for him. And stop making dumb penalties. Correct. Who's <laughs> uh, your personal favorite? You know, I, I don't have a guy I really love in, in either team. I, I, I like a lot of them. And we make we make up for it by loving all the guards? Yeah, exactly. So I, I split it between Radiance and Eichenberg because I didn't put them anywhere else. I put Eichenberg. Okay, I think that's fair. I, I, hey, I, I gave the small – I love small school guys, especially offensive linemen and quarterbacks. So I, I like Radiance. I've never been as hot – I've never been the first-round talk with him, though. Um, but I, yeah, I still, I think I still that, like that's him. that's the problem. Yeah. I do, I like him too. I just don't, I'm not there with him. It's true. Like uh, it, I think, what, if he wasn't getting mocked in the first round since the summer, I'd probably absolutely love. Dreyden's, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I I like Eichenberg because I think he could just be a ten year vet uh, at offensive yeah. tackle, like a Jack Conklin type tackle. Um, just a really good run blocker. He's he's got shortcomings in pass protection, no question. But yeah, 
Uh, I think there will be some, along with Leatherwood, guard talk for him. Yeah, no, I, I agreed. They're all guards, uh, baby. Mo- most approved, I put Spencer Brown for all the reasons we've already said. Uh, tons of hype, great athlete, huge frame. Let's see how he holds up against some of these, these blue bloods. Yeah, totally agree. And I, like I said, oh, sleep. But can I throw a comp at, at you for Spencer Brown, by the sure, way? Sure, yeah. Nate Solder. Okay, tall. Really great athlete, really yeah. tall and long and lean. Um, he's always had kind of pass protection issues, but was always a uh, very, very solid run blocker. I like it. I like it. And like I said, sleepers Larry Jackson, who also might be a guard. But I still like yes. him. I, I think I think there's something to him. Um, my my sleeper is Brendan James. You love Nebraska. I do. I think he's a guard though. Everyone's yeah, a guard. He's, he's re- I just he, uh, I I came away like more impressed with his pass protection than I was expecting. And, and just to throw it out, because we didn't mention uh, Dante Smith, the ECU tackle. Uh, he, he's he's apparently a freaky athlete, like in in the weight room. So throw that out there. Maybe Ooh. he's maybe he's got something this week. Okay, let's get to the uh, interior offensive lineman for an hour. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Which group's better? Tough. I put the American though because I I, I did too. Yeah, like we we talked. I love Deontay Brown. I love Ben Cleveland. I really like Trey Smith. So like that's just. I think all yeah those to me, those are the three best uh, guards in Mobile. Agreed. Um, the, the I think the National has a little bit better depth. And uh, yeah, the better center. Yeah, that, that's for sure. I mean, uh, I've never been a Jack Anderson fan, Texas Tech, but I, uh, I know people uh, yeah. are. I, know. I, I know. Um, okay, most talented. I split it between Deontay Brown and Ben Cleveland. I, I love. Both I think of them. Trey Smith right there, though. I think he's the most talented. I, I think you could argue any of the three, but I ended up with Trey Smith. That's fair. I, I put them like uh, this one. I went I more of the highest. I love Ben Cleveland. I love him so much. I mean, I put it more like like my highest rated. And, like I legit have early second, and I wouldn't be surprised if they both end up with first round oh, grades did, for me. Did I tell you who my Ben Cleveland comp is? I can't remember if you did. Do you want to guess? Uh, that seems really hard. Uh, give me the conference the guy played at. Why is this on the show? ACC. Fine. I don't know. I got nothing. Wyatt Teller. Oh, I think you did tell me. Yeah, and I. He's got that same like fucking uh, upper body strength, like just mm-hmm. pure pure tossing guys. Exactly, I love him. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think you can argue any of those three guys. Okay, I put Ben Cleveland as my biggest riser of the week. I did too. Like I, I, I don't know that people. It's not like people aren't talking about him. Yeah, but I just don't think they're talking about him enough. Like, like, like he's that good to throw it in there. Like Dane Brugler had him ninety eighth on his board. And I think he's a top 50 player. Let me see where I have him right now. Mind you, I haven't taken off the guy. Some I have him 37th on my board. There you go. Yeah. I, like, I, I He's awesome. I like I, I have a – sorry, I have a borderline first-round grade on Ben Cleveland right now. Yeah, me too. He, he's he's the best. God, we love Ben Cleveland. I love Deontay Brown too. And I, so I, I put – I try to split it. I put Riser Cleveland. I put my personal favorite Deontay Brown because he's a fucking – Walking up, <laughs> fucking safe. I, he's awesome. I have Deontay Brown fifty eighth on my board. Fair enough. I, I think I they're both like top forty guys to me. Um, do you want to hear my weird personal fave that I picked? Yeah, Aaron Banks. I love Aaron Banks, and I didn't okay. know I was gonna love Aaron Banks, and now I love Aaron Banks. He's a good football player. 
He's massive too. Yeah. Why are they all so big? He's six six three thirty. Uh, I thought he he moved pretty well um, to the second level, yeah. and I, he was just flattening people. I I have a, a bunch of questions about pass protection, so this will be a huge week for him. Um, but I really like him. I have him like early fourth round. Um, can I just add that I really think Deontay Brown's the perfect Mikey Potty replacement in Seattle. Oh my god, we know AJ. Do you want to hear my shut up? Do you want to hear my Deontay Brown comp, or do you not deserve it now? No, I deserve it. Is it's it CJ Fluker? No, it's not a good one. It's it's Michael Owenu plus plus side Michael Owenu, who was wide as hell and obviously had an amazing year. Um, it does. I don't think I don't think Brown's going to go in and play all over the offensive line anymore. But I didn't think Owenu would either. But just wide body guards that that are better than everyone thinks. But I mean, Brown's the hype's going to come, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> okay, most approved. I put Quinn Miners. Okay, I I put I put Creed Humphrey, uh, just to kind of reignite that stock. Okay, and you know what? Um, you can even throw Trey Smith in here, who I, I really like, but another guy who you know used to be. We are medicals will about. be huge too, and the medicals exactly. Um, okay, sleeper. I put David Moore. I put Quinn Miners. Oh, I like David Moore. I uh, David Moore. There's something to David Moore. I think David Moore might be a center option. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up earlier, and I, I forgot. Um, all FCS David Moores are good. That's my take. That's a good take. Okay, <laughs> jumping defensive. Interior defensive line. Let's get line. through this quick. Let's get through this quick. Bet, better team group I picked, the American. Um, just because, like, I think Levi, I put Levi Omuzariki for the most talented. Me too. But I put the American over the national because I think uh, we stuck Malik Herring in this group too, the Georgia defensive lineman. I like his versatility. I think he's perfect to be a, uh, like, a, just a rotational guy. And then I think uh, Marlon, Marlon T is a classic nose. And Marvin Wilson is maybe the most interesting that's right and you know what i it's kind of a bit toss-up i'll go national i think i mean Unwuzuriki's the best so that's easy yes. and I, I think osa oh i can't say his name odashua ucla is still still interesting i don't love his state but i he's still an interesting guy uh, him and Malik Herring are the two guys we kind of threw in this group because there's not enough interior defensive line yeah and you know they'll be getting reps there exactly um Okay, biggest riser. I put Marlon T. I I put Osa. If I'm even saying his name right, UCLA. I I just put Marlon T. Just because I think he's he's obviously got the the tools to be a, a starting nose in the NFL. Yeah. Great leverage, tons of power, great effort. Yeah. Um, and if he stands out with a little bit of pass rush, that could help him a ton. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, personal favorite, I put Levi. Who'd you put? I put Malik Herring just because I I love a. Late D three defensive lineman <laughs> who I can play all over. That's that's a good point. Uh, most yeah, Marvin Wilson's most approved. Obviously, uh, sleeper. There's only six guys. Who'd you pick? I didn't pick. I put none. Yeah, that's a fair. You know, I'm I'm agreeing. I put Marlin, <laughs> and I said I don't know. Laugh out loud. That's exactly what I wrote. Let's move on. <laughs> Sick. Okay, jumping to the edge group. Tons of, guys. of them. Tons of them. I, it was tough, but I ended up um, not picking one, I'm just realizing. <laughs> so who did you pick? It was tough. I ended up making a decision, and, and I didn't uh, cop out. I, I chose the National, and I, I think just a little bit deeper. And I'll, I'll add, yeah. I, I like the Notre Dame guys. I think they're kind of underrated right now, uh, especially I, Dylan Hayes. I'm going to go ahead and take the American now, just okay. to be different. Yep. I think both William Bradley King and Peyton Turner are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Cam Sample. Like that's a guy I'm banging the table for. 
Boogie Boogie Basham, we we already talk a lot about him. And, and Jordan Smith might have the the highest upside of anyone there. Yeah, no, for sure. I, again, these this group is split really well. Yeah, it is. It is. Good job, Jim. You got one group right. Um, okay, most talented and or highest rated. Who do you have? This is a little tougher. Yeah, I kind of opted to the highest rated. I put Boogie Basham. Okay, I, I, I have Rashad Weaver, but I think it's one of them. Yeah, no, that's fair. And uh, I, I'm ready for – I think there's going to be a couple big risers from this group. And, I mean, well, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because we've got the big, power powerful guys with great hands like Boogie and Rashad Weaver, but we've got the – like Quincy Roche and yeah. Shaka Tony are, are undersized but great athletes. Um, we've got just guys oozing with potential like Jordan Smith and Peyton Turner. I, I put Peyton Turner from a base riser. Okay, I put I put Jordan Smith, so that works perfectly. Um, both of which are going to be like 6'6", 250, 260. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Jordan, Jordan Smith's a Florida transfer, too. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I, I think Patrick Jones is a little bit polarizing. What do you think of Patrick Jones? I'm, you know, that's a good opinion, because I'm, I'm not sure what I think about him yet. I have him pretty high on on my board. Um, I, like, I really think he's explosive, twitchy, and have has been, mm-hmm. and he's kind of the rare guy of this group who's got the athleticism and the size. The problem is the pass rush plan, uh, and and kind of some questions with his power. But I think he's a guy who could really help as well. I didn't even put him anywhere. I just yeah. wanted to mention him. No, that's a that's a good point. I mean, um. Yeah, no fear. Who, who's your personal favorite? Cam Sample. Like, this is my chance. I didn't know anything about him. All, all I knew <laughs> heading into watching him was uh, his teammate, um, Patrick Johnson, yep. I, someone I really like, and uh, a very fun football player. Cam Sample, 6'3", 280, plays in, plays out, um, balls to the wall effort, tons of power. His speed to power is awesome. Uh, I thought he played with great leverage. Not he's not gonna wow you with twitch or bend, but just uh, I, I got a comp on him too. Remember Charles Johnson with the Panthers? That's who I put down. <laughs> I like that. I put I put Cam I Sample. Cameron Sample. I put him for my uh, sleeper. Well, he's not a sleeper anymore. Also, I I didn't realize until we started uh, until we put like got prepared for the show. This Deo the v- Vanderbilt edge isn't there anymore. Yeah, I know. Um, Sad couple guys that that you didn't know dropped out until they really they said the uh then the 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 teams roster teams yeah uh okay who's got the most proof uh hold on i didn't see my favorite i i, I put but well, it's a lame one i put boogie but i i think again i want to go to that notre dame duo uh, i think i like those guys a lot and i think they're you underrated i think i think um well who do you have higher hayes uh, I have Addy higher just because I, I think he's got more upside. Fair but enough. Hayes is the safer guy. Yeah. Like Hayes is going to play a while. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel the same way. Uh, sorry, most approve. Uh, I put the Smiths, Jordan Smith, because he's got to prove that he's this big riser and going up against the high end talent. And again, we've already mentioned the offensive line is awesome. And I put Ellerson Smith, who was another, uh, was an FCS darling. And I like you see the talent there. I'm not that high on him, but uh, he definitely he's got a chance to go out there and look good. I've, I I similarly I uh, I grouped a couple guys here. I put uh, Roche, Tony, and Rashad because they're the three yeah. undersized guys who have a lot of athletic upside, but you 
can they handle the bigger offensive linemen? We got some big offensive linemen for them yeah, to, to go up against. Um, and and they all three of them have had hype at different times. I think before the season we saw a lot of Rashad hype. Yep. Um, at early in the season we saw a lot of Roche and Tony hype, and for all three of them it's kind of died down. Yeah. Uh, who 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 do you have highest on your board, Roche? Uh, um, sorry, I'm looking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so and, and like all three of them are in the two thirty, two forty range, or at least they're listed there. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for one of these guys to really emerge. I'm not in love with any of them. Me neither. To, to be honest, I'm just yeah. I like Roche best, like by a decent margin, but I like I don't have a huge grade on him or anything. Me, me neither. Uh, who'd you put for sleeper? Uh, I put. William Bradley King. You know when you just throw somebody on. on and you don't really have, like, much expectation? Yeah. And then you're like, D- dude, this guy's got hands. This guy's got a pass rush plan. He- he's stiff. He- he's not a great athlete. But he's trying absolutely every fucking tool in the tool. Like, he's he's trying everything. Like, he got... He didn't... Uh, he didn't have a, like mind-boggling stats or anything but he kept applying some pressure um and i just thought he, he was like he had a speed to power move he had an arm over you you saw swipe you you saw long arm which really caught me by surprise because you don't see that a ton uh i thought he was interesting that's fair uh, i i kind of i kind of dig it too again uh it's a it's a hell of a group i'm very did you see do you have Peyton turner here sorry sleeper no i put cam sample oh right like, what do you mean sleeper? He's the most talented. <laughs> what do you think of Peyton Turner? I think he's really interesting. I, I'm, I, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. Um, I'm ready. Like, I, I kind of, I'm kind of using this week to really judge him. To be honest. Yeah. Well, so many of these guys. Yeah. Which again, makes up for the interior D line. Okay, moving <laughs> to linebacker. Um, better, better team group. I went with National because they got three Buckeyes. I also went with National, but not because of that. More so because of Chazerat. Chazerat. <laughs> I th- well, I think I think um, Chazerat and uh, Baron Browning are the two highest upside linebackers there, and they're both on the National. Uh, maybe Jabril Cox in that conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think Co- Cox. Um, I, I didn't put him for any of our superlatives. Uh, but me I, neither. He, he's got. He he's got a lot on the line uh, this week. He could be a big riser. Some people love him. Yeah, I like him. I don't know. I don't want to say I love him, but I like him. Uh, and I'm we we're both gonna have a chance for effort, most talented. I mean, yeah, the athleticism really stands out, and he's still learning the position. He he plays with hair on fire. He's pretty solid in coverage. He's six three two thirty. I I mean, he's hard not to love, and he blitzes like a yeah, athlete. yeah. He's so great. Um, biggest riser I think is an interesting one though. I went with Baron Browning because I think he's a really great athlete who didn't really get on the field full-time until this season. Yeah. Um, I thought he had a pretty good season. Um, he also I, – I, I don't know how often we'll get to see him stick his hand in the dirt, but when he did it at Ohio State, he was a really impressive pass rusher. So I think that versatility, like he can play Sam, he can play Will, he can line up as a pass rusher, I think that will help him a lot. That's a, that's a good one. Um, so I, I like Browning more, but I, I went again to Ohio State. I put Justin Hilliard, who came on. Well, I, I I put him for sleeper just because, like, yeah, 
He was added late. He's a, a guy who went to Ohio State as a five star and was like injured for three years. Yeah. Um, got got on the field this season as a as the rotational guy, kind of as what Baron Browning was the year before. Mm-hmm. And then he was playing even more late in the season. He's a, again, you can see the athleticism. I think he's a great tackler. Yeah, he is. He is. I, I'm I'm very interested in Justin Hillary. I think he could be a a big riser between now and April. Uh personal favorite. <laughs> I had to put Patty Fisher. <laughs> I love it. We've been talking about him for fucking years. It's it's just like again, personal favorite doesn't mean anything other than he's my favorite. <laughs> like that's that's it. Um I put Riley Cole. I have Riley Cole quite high on my board. I put him as a sleeper. I know he's not really a sleeper, but for the small school guys, I think he's gonna be the biggest riser. Spent a lot of time playing like a true edge role in 2019. Moved to more of a actual Mike linebacker mm-hmm. role this season, and which helped him a lot. He's a fantastic tackler. I love the instincts. He is one of the best stack and shed backers yeah. in this class. I was about to say you can you can see like the the edge work translate to to him stacking and shedding as a linebacker. Yes, and, and, and he also slips so many blocks. And he's just always in the backfield. I like him. I like him. I think he's yeah. The uh, the, the the true test for him is seeing how he holds up in coverage. Yeah, definitely. Um, most improved. Uh, I I put uh, Charles Snowden because I mean, he's six like foot it. seven. I don't know what position he is. Uh, he's with the linebackers, and I, I like we, he's been on our radar for another another guy who's been on our radar for so long. Never never really put it all together, but the flashes yeah. are, are all there. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like one game he'll be playing like edge all game. One game he won't. <laughs> Like it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. one game he'll have like he, seven passes batted down and then he'll disappear. Yes. Like it, it's, it's he's really weird, I, but he's fun and I'm I'm excited to see him. I put KJ Britt because I really like KJ Britt's uh, tape. I thought he gets downhill in a hurry. He feels like a like a psychopath. He is just he's got a nose for the football as a run yeah. defender, but he also plays over aggressive and misses tackles. He struggles in coverage. So, uh, and he's got that SEC pedigree. So I'm excited to see, um, like, I think he's a top 10 linebacker in this class, but how high will he go? Interesting. I, I like Monty Rice too. I think he's just a safe. Monty dude. Rice is just a safe option. Yeah. yeah. I like him. And who's your sleeper? I already said I got Hilliard. I, I said Riley Cole. Okay, I, I just want to mention I like Tony Fields too, the Arizona to West Virginia linebacker. Yeah, no, I like I think it's I wouldn't even say quietly, but it's it's a pretty good. I guess quietly, it's a good group. No, it is, and it's it's hey Jim, good job, split pretty well. Yeah, it is split well. This was another one that was a tough well, one. Well, I mean, Americans got a lot of height though. Yeah, they do. Maybe that's Jabril and Patty are both six four, uh, and Charles is six seven. <laughs> That's sick. I love it. Um, also, Garrett Wallow, that dude's just gonna be a special teams linebacker. Okay, <laughs> moving to moving the corner where uh, it's an interesting group that has a ton of length, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. We got some more nickely guys. Um, we got a guy in Cam Bynum who might be a safety. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, we got our boy Robert Rochelle who was playing the first game of this college football season. <laughs> Uh, who'd you put for the better team group? I put the American, um, specifically because I think Melifano and Aaron Robinson are the two most talented corners there. Uh, that is fair. I, I went with the National just because they're a little bit deeper, and I love Darius Williams. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, okay, who's your most talented? I put Aaron Robinson. I put Melifano. 
Okay. And my biggest riser is Melfondo. My biggest riser is also Melfondo. I think he's going to come in and, and look awesome. And Well, we're honestly, with him too, we're already seeing it as people can dig into the senior bowl guys. Yeah. yeah. We're starting to see it quite like he's a day two guy. And um, just obviously that length is unteachable. Uh, yes. And if he's anything like, like his brother, he's a freaky athlete. <laughs> I'm sure he probably will be. Um, um, and then Robinson's just one of my favorite players. He's always around the line of scrimmage, plays all over the place. Just oh, love that guy. Get Malcolm Jenkins vibes. Robinson's your personal favorite? Yes. I put Rodarius Williams. I, I like him. He's just he's a dog, and he's always competing his ass off. Um. Oh, I but, forgot we get Ambry Thomas too. Hey, hey, wow! What a transition, Rob. I have Ambry Thomas for most approved. Oh, I put Robert Rochelle. Okay, I uh, like people are in on him. I've, I'm, hey, I'm a Michigan fan. I've never been that high on him, and he's you know, burned by the Buckeyes. Yeah. <laughs> like the hype, like it, it was there in the summer, but he upped it out and it, it disappeared. And it, it's coming, it's coming back. I've seen him top 100, and I'm not, I'm, not, I've never been there on him. So to me, I mm-hmm. just want to see if if he's got it or if he doesn't. Period. I, I put Rochelle because he's the small school corner who's yep. been all like talked or the the non FBS corner who's been talked about for like a year and a half. Yep. And I didn't love his tape, and I thought he struggled early this season. He did. I think they only ended up playing like four games. Um, so this is huge for him. This is everything for his stock. Yeah, 100%. For sleeper, I put none again. Okay, I, I put St. Juice because he's Canadian and he's a Michigan transfer. And he's 6'3". <laughs> and he's long, yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. Um, Damn, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, sucks to talk, man. I'll put Thomas Graham. He's, he's a sleeper because... He didn't play this year, so people forgot about him. <laughs> okay. That's, also, see why that, wasn't Brady Breeze invited? That's a good question. Fucking Jim. <laughs> you, never Fine. mind. End the show. Fuck this. Finally, the safeties. The show's gone way too long. Um, better team group has to be the American just because... <laughs> There's more of them. They have, like, seven, and the National has three. And the National doesn't have anybody who's going to go before day three. Whoa, 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 whoa. Divine Diablo, baby. Christian Uphoff's a sick kick returner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, th- these ones are kind of easy. Uh, highest rated, most talented is Nazir Aldean, kind of obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and again, medical would be huge for him too. And yeah. again, we haven't seen him play like consistent football. And, and he's been injured his whole career, but he's also 6'4", 215, <laughs> and an explosive athlete. Uh let me ask you: Are you a Richie Grant fan, Rob? I we're, I don't think you are, right? I'm a like defined fan. Well, I've seen him like, like top one hundred. Oh no, definitely I am not. There are like those people. I that think he's so. allergic to tackling. Yeah, I've I see. Okay, I'm kind of biased because I threw on this. I remember the, the hype was there like two years ago. I love UCF, especially back then. And I'm like, okay, let's see what he's got. I threw him on. And I never liked him, and he, yeah, he was a bad tackler. And I'm still like, kind of there. He he. I think he's a. a pretty good cover guy with good ball skills and he, he you, you'll see that in his turnovers but um like he's a mid to late day three guy at best. I, yeah i feel the same th- way uh biggest riser who'd you put i absolutely am obsessed with tyree gillespie okay i'm not that high on gillespie but i put him for biggest riser i think he's got the i mean the zero dean maybe but I, I think of everyone else uh he's got the best chance to to really up his stock he, well, first of all, I love a single high safety. Yep. Um, 
he, I think he's got he's such a, he gets downhill quick. Mm-hmm. He takes great angles. He's always making tackles. He his take on skills are unbelievable. Um, there's man cover questions, so I think that this will be an yeah. interesting week to see how he holds up there and how the because um, for teams that aren't playing a ton of single high. This will impact a lot of how they view him because he played so much of it at Missouri. Yeah, you know what it was for me? Um, it was that Georgia-Mizzou game that I watched because it was like a week noon schedule, and he, he really struggled in that game, I thought, just watching it live. I, I, I didn't watch the tape. So I'm kind of still like – like I see the goods with him, but I, I that, that's kind of like still soured in my head, that, that one performance. You know what I mean? We're shaking your finger at you, AJ. Don't judge off a broadcast. Judge off his dominant tape against Alabama where I thought he was one of the best players on the field that day. Um, the Mizzou really, D played pretty good that game. Yeah, him and Nick Bolton like yeah. were everywhere. Um, and even do you remember that huge grab Jalen Waddle made uh, with two DBs on him? Yep, down the middle. Gillespie, the the length Gillespie came to even make that hit, and obviously Waddle still caught the ball, blew me away. Love the range. I love Tyree Gillespie. I think he he he's my personal favorite, and he's my biggest rider this week. I think he's a day two guy. I like I, I again I can see him sneaking into the third. I I, I agree. Uh, personal favorite I put in the zero because he's fun as fuck. And again I just want to see him play. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's, he's people are gonna talk about Derwin James when they talk about him. Like not that's not like because it's a realistic comp because of Florida State and their size. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and athleticism. Yeah. Uh, okay, most improve. Uh, I put Jacoby Stevens. I mean, me too. I want to like he needs to show he can cover anybody. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, and, and, like, I don't know where his stock is right now. Me neither. And we've seen it all over the place since September. Uh, like, and I think I, he's a linebacker. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I can't get a good uh, good vibe on what people think about Jacoby Stevens right now. And, and this is a this is a, it's kind of a do-or-die week for him, to be honest. Um, okay, finally, who is your sleeper? Is Divine Diablo. <laughs> has to be. Divine Diablo kind of, is kind of our guy on this show. Uh, is it, yeah. Wait, is it because of the Cam Chancellor thing? Well, yeah, no shit. That's why I love him. And he's like the, one of the best names. I think he's got the best name at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, for sure. At the Senior Bowl, definitely. Definitely. Who's second? Before we go, who's the second best name at the Senior Bowl? Second best name at the Senior Bowl. Okay, St. Like Juice is a pretty cool name. Yeah, Racy McMath is a cool name. Okay, no, yeah, that, that's that's the second best name for sure. Racy McMath. So that's a weird name. I love it. Um, who, oh, before we go, who do you think is going to win the game? Oh, I mean, it's obviously going to be. What did I say before the show? The I don't know. The national. It's the obviously national. the national. Give me a score prediction. Um. 20, 29. I love it. Yeah. 23. I'll say uh, 24 to 20 for the national. Who's your MVP? <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be a quarterback, Mac Jones, I guess. But you, you know, have the no, national no. winning. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, why, do, why do I have the national winning? That's a good question. Anyways, I'm sticking with it. Uh, no, my MVP is he is going to. It's going to be from a losing – no, Ramondre Stevenson is my MVP. That's what I was trying to hope you would say. but it, I, I got there. Shut up. Shut there. up. I got there. I got there. Shut up. Um, Mine will be Dwayne Eskridge because he has a return touchdown as well. Ooh, I love that. Yes, yeah, call my shot. 